0: Love, talk Radio.
1: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefertidi Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And we're here tonight again to talk about your relationships. So I run a thriving private practice in Naperville in Chicago, Illinois. We are a team of licensed clinical psychologists and therapists that do um wrap around behavioral health services and we help you through the many things that could be going on with you in your life. And in general, Darren and I talk a lot about interpersonal relationships and intimate relationships. But tonight we really want to talk about how to manage your work image because that's something that is really plaguing people, right? So, next to the amount of time you, you spend with family and loved ones, you spend a whole lot of time with, um, Coworkers and people that you basically make money with. So you could spend 8 to 10 to 12 hours a day with coworkers and end up only spending weekends and evenings with your family. So one of the things that's really important to do is to be able to manage that work relationship and definitely that work image.
0: Absolutely, and it's so vital to really everyday life because guess what? Most people work a job to make an income, and the more successful you are at your job, the more money you're going to make, the more money you have coming into your household. So it really can impact your lifestyle, your well-being, and everything that you do because it can affect your income and how it affects your household. So you want to be as successful at work as you want to be, okay? Not everybody wants to be a CEO or a vice president, but wherever you want to take it, you want to make sure you're able to handle those work relationships, take you wherever you want to go.
1: Absolutely. And here's the other thing that work relationships are important whether or not you're the fry guy or whether or not you're the owner. You've got to learn how to manage those relationships.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Because
1: at the high any when you're when you're trying to accomplish something at work,
0: you wanna make sure that you're have those right relationships so you can get what you want out of it, right? And it takes skill uh to navigate that. Okay. So as you go to your work relationships and your work image, you really wanna look at start looking at what kind of image do you want to represent to your coworkers, to your boss, human resources, and other people at different levels of management, okay? Well, who do you want to represent? There's several different people, I'll say different categories of folks that can be at work. You know, you have a go-to person. Do you want to be known as a go-to person when there's a problem going on? You know, we know we can count on this person to get a job done. You can want to be a, a technical expert. You know, some people uh, are known for the technical Savvy, you know, we need someone to solve this problem. We need to go to technical expert for their expertise. So that that may be image you want to have. There's a team motivator, someone who can rally the troops, get everybody fired up about a a new goal out there. There's a social committee chairperson, somebody you know. We're doing a United Way campaign. Who's going to be a campaign person for this? We're having a social activity. We want to have uh, a recognition for uh, anniversaries and things of that nature. You could be that type of a person. Uh, a leader, a general overall leader, has a great leadership abilities, uh, finds the best in people, that type of thing. Uh, a policy expert, you know, that may be an image you want to have. Some people I know who are in that category, you know, when there's a conflict or, you know, what kind of decisions should we make? You know, which, what does the corporate policy really say about this? Hey, let's, let's ask Tom. You know, he's the expert on the corporate policy. He understands this stuff. Frontward and backwards. Okay, so what you're looking at? What kind of images uh, do you want to be? Who do you want to represent yourself as uh, at and in your in your job or your corporation? Okay, so those are some of the the categories of people that you can be. Okay, on a positive side, those just kind of okay, who who you want to be, who you can be. On the on the opposite side of that, you can also uh, have a negative impact uh, on your image as being someone who has a knee jerk, reaction to everything. You know, someone brings to you a problem, you blow it out of proportion, okay? Someone um, has, hey, we need to do some research on this. Oh, it's a big problem. You're making a mountain out of a molehill. You don't want to necessarily be the one that's that's someone who's going to be a knee-jerk reaction to everything, okay? Another type of person from an image standpoint, someone who has favoritism. That's one of the really career killers. Someone who on your team they know this person shows favoritism on their team. You know, they always give certain people the best jobs. They give other people the worst jobs. Okay? So there, no one wants to be on that team. No one wants to be on your team if you're one who gives out favoritism where it's not the fair or equity in the way you give out your jobs and things of that nature. Um, same, on that same vein, someone who doesn't recognize their employees. Okay? Someone just exceeded a goal, but you don't say, hey, congratulations, you did a great job. You never pat someone on the back. Okay? You never recognize your employees for the good things they do. Or you take credit for the things that your employees do. I guarantee you no one's going to be, want to be on your team if you are known as the guy who takes credit for the employees. Hey, when you, know, when you talk to your boss, okay, you say, look at this great design that I just came up with. When it's really Sally, who's on your team, she came up with the design. Okay? But you don't give her the credit. You take the credit for her. Guess what? She's just been looking at, I need to move out of this department. I need to get on somebody else's team, okay? These are just a few of the images you can have in a job that you want to have or not have. Okay, let's keep going for another a few more. Ones. Someone who cannot handle pressure. Okay, you know, as upper management, they start looking at people. The higher you get up, guess what? There's more stress. Um, you're making bigger decisions. You know, you're making decisions whether you can uh, close an entire plant, maybe affecting 800 employees. Okay, whether you're making decisions whether you're going to buy another company or not. Okay. And those are some pressure decisions you make because you're making a, affecting a lot of people's lifestyle. It, you're impacting stock uh, for your whole entire company, okay? Possibly. So they want to see can this person handle pressure, or do they get frazzled and they really can't handle pressure? Okay. I've been in in meetings where they said, you know what? Make sure you talk very softly with so and so because you know they really can't handle the pressure. No one wants to be on the team with someone who can't handle pressure. Okay, and they're going to be frazzled with things of that nature.
1: You know, one of the things, that I want to stop you when you get to the pressure because yes. I think that's one of the biggest issues that people are having at work right now, right, mm-hmm. is that there's a lot of pressure on jobs to do more with less. It's the rare company right now that's saying let's triply hire, let's have more excess than what we need. A lot of people are having being pressured to do more with less and get a lot of productivity out because we are in an environment right now where productivity, whether it's um, Talent management, whether you're making cogs in a wheel, whether you're a physician, whether you are a architect, whether you are a textile engineer, it's get going, get going, produce, produce, produce. Absolutely. And um, I think right now at the same time, from the outside of, of um, companies, people are pushing for work-life balance, right? right? And so we're seeing a lot in the news we're used to – excuse me, where you see um, workers that work at traditionally um, low-paying jobs saying that I want $15 an hour. Like if I'm going to work 15 hours a week, I mean, if I'm going to work 15 hours a day, even if I'm the fry guy that's a dangerous job, I deserve to make fifteen ninety-five an hour. And and, and companies are saying, listen, it's an $8 an hour job or a $10 an hour job, but I want you to put in all of the effort um, that, that, that you would put in even if you were the owner. And so I think that's where a lot of people are finding some issues, some there. Right, I think Right. You know, in,
0: in all the different areas, everybody's asking for more, right? Because guess what? The economy is still not fully rebounded, right? So guess what? Companies are watching every dollar. Customers are more um, concerned, looking for savings. So everybody is asking more from the person who's supplying them. Okay, so guess what? In, the, in order for you to stay competitive, guess what? You know what? If we want to buy from you. We need you to cut 10% off your costs. So where's that going to come? I need 10% more productivity. Okay, I need you to these 10%, 10% more patients, okay? Mm-hmm. So how are you going to do that? How are you going to manage that? And,
1: like, sometimes it's forces outside of you. I, I deal with a lot of hospital workers, a lot of people that do uh, patient-facing care, right? Mm-hmm. And so the workload remains the same, but maybe the insurance company now says we need to add three different pieces of paper that need to be faxed 12 different places. You need to do that in addition of your work, and your job can't take that part of it away. Right, Or maybe it's I was at Whole Foods the other day and the guy came out with the organic bananas and he had on a pair of gloves and he said that he can't put the organic bananas next to the inorganic bananas. And if one organic banana touches the other inorganic bananas, the organic bananas are no longer considered organic.
0: Exactly. And it, you hit it right in the head.
1: That happens
0: all the time. Policies change. Okay. Standards change. The safety standards change. You know, you used to be able to, you know, do one thing, but now you've got to uh, check an extra box because of, uh, new policy that came out, you know, new law, can and Oxley, okay? You used to be able to to buy a product, or order it, and be the buyer. Oh, now someone else has got to approve it. So then it, takes, it takes several different layers of people to get something done where before one person can do it. Guess what? Things change. You have to be adaptable. You have to be flexible, okay? You don't want to be known as somebody who's not flexible, okay? okay? And that image gets out of
1: for formula. Can I ask you another question? Because I know you're going into to different people that uh, sure. People want to be and not want to be. Right. Um. But I had a question. But you know, let me let you. No, go no, go ahead. go ahead. One of the questions I have that gets to me a lot is, how do you resolve a workplace issue that maybe could damage reputation? I'll give you an example. Um. Let's say you get into an argument with um, a coworker. Right. And you're seen as belligerent in that particular argument. That coworker takes it to his boss. His boss takes it to your boss or that person's boss, um, you apologize, but there's tension still in the air. And how does one undo something that might be a one off?
0: That's a great question because it takes a lot of work even for a one off. So, first and foremost, if I have an argument, I would be telling my manager as soon as possible. As soon as that, dialing the cell phone number of my manager to let them know. Because you want your side of the story to be out first, to be honest with you, right? Because some whatever reason, the, almost the first story to get out there tends to be believed ninety percent of the time, right? So you want your story to get out there as soon as possible, okay? Number two, I would ask your manager, assuming you have a good relationship with your manager, go, okay, hey, we had this argument, it's not looking good. You know, people are saying this, people are saying that. How do you recommend that I handle this? Because guess what, your manager's in meetings that you're not that you're not in. You're the person who you had argument with, their manager. Your manager is talking to your manager. So they give you the back, your manager is getting the back side of the story, okay, mm-hmm. that you may, not, may or may not have. So you need someone, an advocate out there who's going to give you information and say, hey, what's going on, and can give you, say, here's what you need to do to make the situation right. Okay. okay. Can I ask another question? Sure.
1: What if that other person won't let it, <laughs> excuse me, won't let the issue go, even though it's been resolved? What's your suggestion about that?
0: I, again, I would ask my manager to try and get feedback, meaning is, the relation, is, it, is it personal? You know, Is it really this one-off? Was it something that I did a year ago that this person feels I offended them? that's why they're not letting it go? Because um, you, you don't want to push the, the issue and make it worse. So that's why you need to kind of get some inside scoop. Because guess what? That person who you had an argument with was not letting it go. Maybe they're going through a bad divorce at work. or am not work. Maybe they're going through a bad divorce. And, you know, this is just, you know, the last straw of them emotionally. They can't take it. Your, your manager or HR would know, hey, you know what? So-and-so is going through a terrible divorce. The child is sick, with some health issues. So guess what? There's some out-of-work things that they may be dealing with, why they can't just let it go.
1: But, but can I can – I, yeah, Absolutely. A let me ask another question. What if none of that's going on and there's a clash between personalities between two people? Right. And um, let's say one's been working there longer than the other new guy <laughs> – excuse me, new guy comes on board and doesn't like the way something's being handled. How do you back out of that situation?
0: I'm going to go back to the same. One, I would always ask your manager because you know what the, they know what the protocol is for the situation because you don't want to go talking to them, okay, this person seems to be having a hard problem. We're not getting along. You know, I'm trying, but should I push the issue? You ask your manager, have your manager give you the okay to do that or not okay to do that. They may say, I'm fine with you going to talk to them. Set up a one-on-one conversation with them. Let me know how it goes. They may say, "Don't talk to them. Leave it alone. Let mm-hmm. it be."
1: Do you think how the manager? Do you think that has a lot to do with each party's personality? Like, do you believe managers respond differently based on different people's personalities or seniority? Or I, it can be. I believe, absolutely. Because what if the person that you have in this argument
0: with is the golden child? They say for the company guy has the ear of my boss's boss. So you, me may say, you better make it right. I don't care. if you Don't try and save face. You need to make it right. Uh-huh. And you may need to go ahead and hear your manager will say, you need to go apologize. I understand I, as your manager, know it's not your fault, but, but but guess what? This guy has the ear of my boss's boss. You need to go apologize.
1: Let me ask this question. Is it, is it always good to apologize? Like, if it's a misunderstanding, do you think it's okay to apologize and kind of admit fault, right? It won't. Well,
0: so that's a great question. It depends what it is. I mean, if it's just a disagreement, you guys are disagreeing on a way to handle a project. I think we need to put more details into the project, and he thinks that leave it at a top level. That's just opinion, you know. Yeah, go apologize. I should have tucked your leadership. If it's coming down to uh, ethical issues where they're saying this person said that you fabricated data, and you're saying, no, I didn't fabricate data, that's a different situation. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're talking about my, te- you know, the person's integrity, mm-hmm. um, ethics, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So it's a different type. It depends what the, what the disagreement is about. But that's okay. a great question. i got to push this
1: one a little further. Yeah, farther. go ahead. Let me ask this question. How do you find out, if you're new at a company, what the culture of the company is surrounding these issues? Because I don't know, I'm just asking. I don't know if companies actually know their culture. Some companies do
0: cause some companies don't, you know. Um, but you asked a great question. Look, look at materials. See, see what, you know, as before you even get, go to a new company, hopefully you'll look at websites, reading the material, that the, how they present themselves. I had an issue, for example, when I started at a company, and I was there for about a month. We had an off-site uh, conference, and I met uh, a director who was a, a fast tracker, right, and just real briefly, hi, hi, bye. Within that same month, they happen to live in my neighborhood, and I saw that person outside of work. And I just met them that one time. We didn't work at the same plant, and she, the person, basically yelled at me for something that was going on in the plant that really was not on a, not under my control. I've only been there for a month, and she was like, "You need to have that report done." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? I'm at Starbucks. Just happened to say hi to you, and you're yelling at me." Mm-hmm. I went back to my manager, who's also new. Hey, your company policy and ethics says you know be upfront. Uh, don't shy away, you know, speak your mind. I said, Hey, this person who's pretty high up there was, I don't feel was right. How do you think I should handle that? I asked my manager that he said, you know what? I don't know. I'm new too. you know, mm-hmm. I'm about the same. T- I started about the same time as you did. Let me ask my boss. He spoke to, he spoke to the boss. He said, why don't you talk to my boss directly? I talked to my boss, his boss directly after that. He said, I said, Hey, I want to talk to the person you guys say, you should be upfront. I'm going to be upfront according to your policy. Do you feel a foul behind it? He said, I do. Thanks for telling me. Talk to the person and let me know how it goes. Okay? I talked to that person who was, again, it was a high-profile person. Just started the company. I was out, just out at a Starbucks. Didn't feel like that was right the way he talked to me. Um, so I didn't appreciate it. I felt, you know, that, that was the wrong thing to do. I didn't appreciate that at all. Hey, I apologize. I was just running around. I was trying to get these things done. I, I apologize for saying that to you. And it was no issue. Mm-hmm.
1: But did you see her pass that in the company, and was it an issue? past that?
0: I did through emails, general, because I didn't work directly with. I just I just happened to meet her at a, in a conference, um, and we did not really work directly after that. But through emails and stuff like that, it was no issue. Therefore, after that, there was no issue. No mm-hmm. ramification came back on me. But I again, I, just like I tell you, I checked with my manager. What is I see what I'm reading on on the culture of your company. But I'm new here. I've only been here a month. Do you guys really live this? Is this what you really see? Is this, this really Do you enjoy? find
1: that most managers are honest about that kind of stuff?
0: I can't say most managers are. You need to – I get, you, you want to develop that relationship with your manager so that person is going to be an advocate for you when needed. you are going to be honest with you. Hey, I need you to be honest with me.
1: If I'm in the wrong, I need you to tell me I'm in the wrong. Right. If I'm in the right, I need you to support me. Right. So you want to try and have that. You know, one of the things I'm gonna say, because I have a lot of clients that come in and work stress is kind of pouring over into the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. I am a wait and see type of a person. What I, <clears throat> excuse me, what I mean by that is when I start any new venture, I take about 90 days to. I listen to what people say, but I watch the interaction. Right. And I see how complaints get handled. Who's the, and there's always a golden child at a company. Absolutely. I could care less what anybody tells you. There's always one that they think a little different about. Right. And I have found that you never want to have a run in with that person that's considered to be the the laying the golden eggs. Right. I can also tell you that sometimes managers cannot give you full disclosure. Yes. They could know a lot about a person, but they may not, they may be unable to give you the full month. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm, I'm coughing a little bit. Monty on. Cool person is or their real reality. Right. I think another thing is a lot of times when a person's new to a company, a lot of people are new at the same time, as you were, as you yeah. were saying, and there's been a paradigm shift. Yeah. And a lot of times people are in between the old, the new, and then new people come in, and you kind of, your frame of reference is where you used to be. Right. You know, and so I think we, people have to learn to sort of, you can have a bubbly personality, but you also need to learn to sort of do some field, get some field data and see what happens.
0: You make a great point there, Doctor Noel. Cultures change. You know what? What the culture of your company right now may be totally different uh, in two years from now. You know, you still in that company. Guess what? The company could have changed. They hired a new vice president. They don't. They didn't necessarily see the things the same way the old vice president did. Mm-hmm. They want to take things in a different direction. Mm-hmm. They're more social. They're less social. Okay. They believe in hierarchy. They you know they believe in the open door policies. I don't believe in open door policies. Mm-hmm. So things change you've got to take a pulse on what is the company culture at this particular time and you need to be able to be adapt and be flexible with that.
1: I think also, just because a lot of companies talk about critical thinking, and I want you to be able to think critically but not be critical. Right. I think sometimes when we learn new cultures of companies, we've got to also be immersed in it before we kind of start to speak to it and, and, and be a part of it. Do you know what I'm trying to say with that? Explain a little more. I'm trying to say that even if you've been somewhere a long time, when the paradigm shifts, it takes a a, a minute for everything to settle. Sure, yes. And you want to be careful that you're playing being a part of the team without being a nuisance or a problem. Or Like I feel like the person that has to keep asking the question, well, this person pushed me and that person did this and that person said that, what do I do next? That could damage you as well. I agree. And because as things change, you have
0: to be flexible even while during that changing period because it may take six months to a year before it settles down because mm-hmm. they may be still trying to figure it out because you have old guard and new guard mixed together. Right. So they're trying to figure out this new culture. So a lot of it is through observation, not right. necessarily I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask you that. I'm going to observe.
1: And then there's those four window panes the things that company, companies know about themselves that everybody knows. Like right. Google is a fun place to work. Right. The things that you know about a company, like the workers may know that the culture hasn't reflected yet. Right. Like um, people may say, be upfront, come to me. That may be what's written in a handbook, and that's what when people say, hey, you know, if you have anything, my door is open. Right. But it could really mean my door is only open for compliments and not for...
0: Right, complaints and concerns.
1: Right. Then there's things about a company that that they're discovering along the way. So I worked at a place for a while that every 30 days we went through, like, a new regime. Right. Like, the person at the top, just something kept happening. And they kept, they were trying new shoes on or new people to fit to see if it was going to work. It was just people were constantly changing. One day our titles was was one thing. The next day our title was something else. After that, then we had a, um, we had maybe four or five leaders that kind of came and left, came and left, came and left. Then they came in and told each one of us, "You guys are individually the leaders. We're going to do a new collective. What was that used to be called? Everyone's responsible. Total quality management.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Everybody's responsible for everything. Right. So if you see a piece of paper, don't don't wait for the cleaning guy to pick it up. You pick it up. If you see a person that's lost in the hallway, don't wait for the guys to find them. You find them. Right, if you, you own no, it. No, everybody owns it. Then it then we're, just when we got comfortable, everybody owning it. Nobody owns it. Um. <laughs> Bob owns it. Don't do anything about that's it. That's Bob's right job, you. right, right. You're stepping on toes. Bob did it. So I spent a year relatively quiet because I was like, I need to continue to get paid. Right. The job was close to the house. I'll just be transparent. Most of us work somewhere that that's convenient for one reason or another. And even if I had asked the culture, because I did, I went out to one person who remained the same, and said, hey, I'm having a struggle A, B, and C. And they were like, our door is open. So just when I was going to be open, somebody came in behind me and complaining like they were fired. Mm. I mean, not that day, but right, right. But I, oh, okay. The door is open, but not Not really, not really. Open for all things, right? It's open.
0: Only taking compliments and positives. We we are not accepting. I just think she was
1: making a comment. The door is open, right? For you to go, or for you? (laughs) I mean, like you know, you fill in the blank. So I think a lot of times, um because we live in a culture where each of us is taught that we have qualities, be a leader, you're special, reach out, do this. We all wanna be the boss and I think what we have to learn is that there's a hierarchy. And if I can tell client or I tell my patients this, find out what the hierarchy is and where your position falls on it. Yes. And don't let your ego get in the way. Right. My my thing is that what I found the most that caused trouble that causes trouble for people is that personal ego.
0: Well, you know, I find out a lot of times if people don't ask you for your opinion, they don't want your opinion. You know, sometimes sometimes um, you'd be on a conference call or something like that, and people are just, I'm sharing this information, this is what we're doing. They're not really looking for your feedback and uh, suggestions on it. And you've got to watch that. Like, you know what, we really don't want to hear what your opinion is. This is where the company is going. This is the direction we're going. This is the program we're rolling out. Great. You know, I'm all thumbs. I, I, you chime in. I support you.
1: Right. But, I, but I think sometimes too. That's what I was talking about. Being a critical thinker right. turns into just being critical. Sometimes your opinion really doesn't matter. I mean, let's let's right. call a thing a thing. You're right. If you're because, laying a bridge from one one thing to the other, and the bridge has to go down, and it has to go down today because it's a big parade next week, and you feel like we should wait till next week, that doesn't matter.
0: Even though you may be great, really smart. It could be just your position. You know, you're dealing with people, you know, two or three levels above you. Uh, you know, they don't really care what you think.
1: But but I think, I, I guess the point I'm also trying to make is sometimes things roll down above you. I'll give you an example. I don't like electronic medical records. Right. I really don't because I think anybody can hack in and get any information, you know. Right. But the government is telling us that we're going to go to electronic medical records. So it's I no can use walk all day. It's no use fighting. But I better get versed Jump in how to more. do it. I'll I'll give you something else. I, you know, it's like um, I don't really think I should have to get a fishing license, right? So I could argue about it, I could scream about it, but in certain places, when you go fishing, you need a license, right? Um, I don't really like. I mean, there's a hundred things I can say I don't really like, but I guess what employees have to realize is that when you have your town hall meeting, when you have we used to have these town hall meetings where basically the whole day shift was at one meeting, the whole night shift was at another meeting. And the president of our group would come up and she would give an address and talk about the state of the union basically is strong. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, the sky could be strong. The right. state of the union is strong. It could be boo-boo on the floor. The state of the union is strong. And then she would say, any comments, any opinions? What do you guys think? And people raise their hands. I don't think the state of the union is that strong. <laughs> I don't really like my supervisor. That name gets
0: written
1: down. Right. Okay. Who said right. that? Right. And then people would say, you know. And
0: let me jump on that. I have heard that in so many cases where after everybody's gone, whoever spoke up, that top person is speaking to that person's manager say, hey, dude, you need to control your employee. We're in these big meetings. I right. don't want to hear those trying Why to Why did
1: you wait till the Why phone did came you in you say that your this? employee
0: right. do that? Yeah. So now, that? So now your boss is mad because of something you said. So Not, guess what?
1: They're on you. Right. Now think of it this way, too. And, I, and this is where a lot of employees get in trouble, too. Just because you talk about it at the water cooler Ooh, tell it doesn't mean it needs to be discussed in front of everybody. Yes. And I get a lot of young people talking, well, I'm not fake. I'm not going to talk about something at lunch and not for up in the media. Then you're stupid. Absolutely. Because in reality, possibly, right. right. In re- possibly. you know. Then you just, let me not call you stupid, naive. Yes. Because in reality, um, there are personal conversations that coworkers have that you're just having to vent. Right. And sometimes the venting makes it to the main floor, and that's inappropriate.
0: Absolutely. And just because you may be friendly or even social with somebody, you know, and like you mentioned, you may bring that up on, a, on a, um, or at the water cooler. I can cooler.
1: guarantee they don't want to They don't it. want to hear that up in I front of everybody else. I can guarantee they don't want to They're hear They're looking at you like, it. what
0: are you doing? I had a private conversation With, with you. you. Why are you bringing this up in front of everybody? After a
1: long day, when, when they didn't have anything to eat, right? We've all had those days. We've been working. We shaky at the end of the day. You didn't have a chance to eat. You might've ate a candy bar. <clears throat> You're on the way to the car, and you say, "You know, I'm really tired of working like a like a you know working extra hours and right. not getting recognized for it."
0: I, I got to get into this though, Doc. About using data. So if there's a a, a conflict, okay, you want to take emotion out of it as much as you possibly use data. I know I had an employee who was uh, criticized or concerned with misappropriating funds. So mm-hmm. someone accused them of misappropriating funds. They went into our computer system to track all transactions. Hey, here's exactly what happened. Nothing was misappropriated. Here is the data that I'm going to show you. I don't know what, whatever person is accusing me, what they thought. Here's the data shows you I'm not. And you couldn't argue with it. But don't get, hey, I can't believe they're accusing me. I didn't do it. You know what? All the yelling, emotion, whatever. Here's the data, non-emotional data of the facts that shows that there was no issue. And because
1: that, data talk. Data, data talk. talk. Data talk.
0: Sometimes you may need to bring a third person in. Someone said, hey, he was yelling at the meeting. He, he chewed out somebody. Wait a minute. You know, Paul was in the meeting with us, a third person. Paul, bring him over. Paul, was I yelling do at think everybody? you
1: fair, to bring a third? What if a third person doesn't want to really have to?
0: But, hey, put it like this. At this point, if you're getting serious charges against you, Okay? You, may, you need to bring somebody bring in. Whoever you bring whoever comes in. Him. Hey, I no, I'm saying this didn't happen. Well, I need you to vouch for me here. You were at the meeting, okay? <laughs> or you can even tell your manager. You go talk to Paul in, independently. You ask Paul what happened. He was
1: at the meeting. I'm not going to talk to him. You go ask him what happened. Absolutely. You know, we've only got a few seconds left, but let me say, we had a lot of questions to go, over. we haven't got a chance to. This sounds like a great opportunity to follow this topic up later. Yeah, we can talk about it today. You know, answer some of those questions, but guys, just be really careful to manage yourself in all areas of your life, and your work life is just as important as any other area. Take care of yourself and your image. Have a great day. All right, see you next week. Bye bye.